Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. We're kicking off day four here at Radio Row ahead of Super Bowl 57 with another Sorallo Sports Talk interview. This time, it's one of my favorite guests, Trey Wango. Trey, thanks so much for What's joining up, the man? show. Good to see you, partner. It's great to see you every year, man. So the Chief Trends Officer over at Caesar Sportsbook, Trey Correct. Wango, I think you're the only person in the world I've ever met with that title. <laughs> so funny, like when we, we started with them, like, what do you want to call yourself? I'm like, I had not thought about that for one second. So they came up with Chief Trends Officer and Brand Ambassador. I was just happy that the word Chief and Ambassador were in there. I'm there good. There you go. And Officer. It's a pretty yeah. good title. Yeah, too. it's all good. Yeah, it, it really runs together smoothly. Yeah, and you fit the bill, man. You really you well, look like you. a Chief Officer. Of I, look, I look like something, that's for sure. <laughs> Trey, uh, let, let's get into some trends. Okay. Since you are the CTO over at Caesars. Yeah. Uh, teams that have trailed in the first quarter. 0 for 12. Yeah. Last time it happened? Uh, I believe it was Super Bowl 41. Uh, no, Super Bowl 44. Uh, the Saints were down in the first quarter, 10 nothing, right? Yeah. So, would you say, as a betting expert yourself, yeah. that it's a good move after the first quarter, live bet the team that's winning? No, because Patrick Mahomes exists. Okay. Uh, now, if the Chiefs are up, I'd feel really good about it. Okay. Because the Eagles, I'm not sure, have that comeback quality to them. We haven't seen that from them this year because they've really never been tested all year, which is, guys out all which, year. which is a testament to them. But if if the Chiefs are down, if they're down 10, let me put it this way. Patrick Mahomes has a winning record as a starting quarterback in every game in which his team is trailed by at least 10 points. To put that in perspective, nobody else – has a better winning percentage than 37%. It's ridiculous. And he's won over half of his <laughs> games when the teams trail by 10. So if the Eagles are down 10, I feel good about that. If I mean, the Chiefs were down 10 in the fourth quarter in Super Bowl 54. <laughs> yeah. uh, they were down 24 to nothing in the 2019 divisional round against the Houston Texans. They were down 10 to nothing twice uh, against the Titans in the AFC Championship game. They were down 17 to nothing against the Raiders this year. Yeah. They're never out of it with Patrick Mahomes. So would you almost say then on the reverse end, it's worth a little sprinkle on the Chiefs if they're losing early? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Like, okay. Why would – here's the best – here's another one, all right? Patrick Mahomes has three games in which he has his offense has gotten the ball back when they're either tied or behind with less than a minute to play and going on to win – that game three times. He's only been a starter for five years. He's a freak. No other quarterback in the history of the NFL has more than one of those games. It's ridiculous. It's insane. So let's look at the line on this one because yeah. Philly is a one-and-a-half-point favorite. First only time in Mahomes' career he's been an underdog in the postseason. Right, and it's only the eighth time in Super Bowl history where we've had a spread less than three points. Correct. The favorite, six-and-one straight up, six-and-one against the spread in Correct. those first seven games. Correct. Should people be leaning Philly for that reason, or are you still riding the never count out Mahomes no matter what the trends say? Um, I think you never count out Mahomes yeah. regardless of what the trends say. I mean, like, all that stuff is great, but you have to put that in some sort of context, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, you remember when the, uh, the Patriots were playing the Colts in a regular season game, uh, and Belichick went for it on fourth and two inside his own 30-yard line? Right. Yeah, because he knew that, you know, I don't want to give the ball back to Peyton because our defense is gas and I think we're going to win. And they didn't get it. And some people said they did this, but whatever. They didn't get it. 
And I had a lot of people at ESPN telling me statistically that made sense. I said, why does that statistically make sense? He goes, well, because, you know, historically, I said, well, let me stop you right there. Because show me the data when you're on the road down by two against Peyton Manning on your side of the field right. when it makes sense. He goes, well, we can't break it down that way. Well, like, then the, the stat doesn't matter. Because if you go for it in the first quarter of a home game from your own 28-yard line, and like, well, screw it. We still got three quarters to figure it out. Yeah. That's not the same as with under two minutes to play on the road against Peyton Manning. Like, so you have to look at these numbers through the lens of reality, not just in a vacuum, because that doesn't exist. Right. All these things factor into it late in the game, on the road, crowd noise, your defense gassed, you know, the excitement. And there was a juggle of the catch by Falk, which didn't allow the first down to happen. So you, you have to factor in the human element when looking at these numbers. You can't just say, well, here's what all the data suggests. Because, again, a first-quarter situation is very different than an end-of-game situation. Yeah, and going up against the middle-of-the-road run-of-the-mill quarterback Correct. is very different than going against Peyton Manning or Patrick Mahomes. Correct. So, Trey, I want to go over some prop bets with you Done. for the big game. First off, I've got a couple in mind, but what's your favorite? No, no, no. You, 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 oh, you, we're going to start with yeah, You go where you want to go. All right, I'll go with my favorite, Patrick right. Mahomes. Over 19 and a half rushing yards. Yeah. How do you feel about that one? I feel really good about it because, okay. look, he, he's not going to want to run a lot. Mm -hmm. All he needs is really two good scrambles to get that. Two first downs. And we saw him when he had to have it uh, with a week's rest on the ankle uh, on the final drive of the game. And he's got two weeks rest. And he's not going to be 100%, but he's going to be better than he was in the AFC Championship game. I think that one's – I'd feel good about that one if I were Kansas City. Now, you had said something to me because a lot of people are making a big to-do out of his high ankle sprain. And, yeah. You know, oh, he's not going to be able to run, this and that. You said something to me off air a couple days ago yeah. that I want to give you credit for because I thought it was a great point. Okay. You said you're more concerned with Jalen Hurts' shoulder Absolutely. than Mahomes' ankle. Absolutely. Why is that? Um, well, let's just look at what's happened, right? The, the two playoff games for the Eagles, they haven't had to throw. I mean, yep. they dominated the Giants, and, you know, the, the Niners didn't have a quarterback. They made a ton of mistakes, and they just gave that game away. He had 11 attempts for 123 passing yards in the NFC, champ NFC Championship game against San Francisco. He hasn't looked right throwing the ball. But not only that, when he runs now with that shoulder, he either slides or he goes out of bounds. Jalen Hurts doesn't slide. Jalen Hurts doesn't run out of bounds. Physical guy. Squat. Go look at his squats. Okay, yeah. power lifter in high school, seven hundred pound squat at Oklahoma. This is a guy who uses the strength of his lower body to generate yardage. He hasn't done that. I need to see him do that if I'm Kansas City. If I'm Steve Spagnuolo, the defensive coordinator for the Chiefs, I sell out to stop the run, and I say, prove to me you can either use your RPOs or you can throw it to AJ Brown and Devontae Smith. Go look at the throws he made in the NFC Championship game. He wasn't accurate. He was not on target at Did, all. Didn't have to be, right. but he wasn't accurate. I, I, look, for example, the ankle, 326 yards, two touchdowns, and the scramble he had to have for the first down. Yep. It's going to be okay. I'm not sure. And I've heard this from Philly people, too. They're concerned about the shoulder, and no one is talking about it. No one. All, no all you're one. hearing is Philadelphia pass rush. They're going to dominate in the trenches, this, that. But – it is the most significant injury going into this game by a mile. Yeah, I agree. When you said that, like a light bulb went off in my head yeah. the other day. Uh, one other player when it comes to props that I want to look at, Travis Kelsey. Yeah. It almost seems too mainstream 
to be true. But, I mean, the guy goes for over 80, 90 yards every playoff game. He's only, what, 78 and a half on the Caesar sheet? Yeah. And a touchdown. I know you're, you know, you're giving the odds at minus 117, but I still think it's a good bet. Well, look, um, the team that bottled up Kelsey the best over the last couple of years has been Cincinnati. Yeah. Uh, and he got a touchdown uh, in that game against the Bengals. There, there's an innate connection between Mahomes and Kelsey that does not exist in the playbook. Yeah. It does not exist in the scripting of the first 15 plays. They understand each other on a level that has nothing to do with the play call. Mm -hmm. Like instinctively, Mahomes knows where Kelsey's going to be, and Kelsey knows where he needs to be for Mahomes to be to, to hit him. So I yeah, I like both of those bets uh, for, for Kelsey because it's, it has nothing to do with here's how we're going to get you open. Kelsey decides this is how I'm going to be open for Patrick when he needs me. Yeah, and yeah. he's going to find it's him insane every time. A every time. It's ridiculous. So even though it's the worst of all the anytime touchdown prop odds at minus 117, is it still a decent bet? I think so. I, I agree, man. I've already got money on it, so thank yeah. you for confirming that for me. Hey, before we wrap it up, I want to go over a lot of companies have come out in the past week, a lot of media entities with a top 10 Super Bowl performing quarterback list in honor of Brady retiring. Yeah. None of those top 10 lists have Eli Manning on there. Yeah. And I know you're very close with the Manning family. Yeah. And you know I'm a big Giants fan. Yeah. 2 0 in Super Bowls, two Super Bowl MVPs. Should Eli Manning be considered a top 10 Super Bowl quarterback of all time? Well, it's an interesting metric, right? Because are we going by the numbers or are we going by the clutch plays? Because you're by the numbers, he's not there. I mean, by the number, but they have Marino, who's yeah. in the one Super Bowl and he lost that one Super 38 Bowl. 38 to 16. So, yeah. Yeah, they got Marino top five on that list. I would, Eli, who's, you know, took down the undefeated Pats. I, I would, I would, abs nothing against Dan Marino, but I would absolutely take him off in favor of Eli because of two things. Obviously, the helmet catch, right. which was an amazing thing. But more importantly than that, Arguably the greatest throw I've ever seen in Super Bowl history. Manningham. Super Bowl 46. My goodness. There's the great clip on NFL Films where Belichick is on the sidelines telling the, the Patriots defenders, double Knicks, double Cruz, make Manningham beat us. And as a Giants fan, you know this. Mario had this innate ability of running himself out of bounds yeah. on a rail route down the sidelines. Yep. For the first time ever, he didn't run himself out of bounds. And I, I don't think I've ever seen a better pass in a Super Bowl than the throw Eli made to Mario Manningham to keep that drive alive and eventually lead to the game-winning points. So absolutely, Eli should be on that list. Marino, I love you. Get out. <laughs> Trey, appreciate the time, man. I appreciate you confirming that Eli you got it. on that list. Absolutely, man. No problem. Trey Wingo, Chief Trends Officer over at Caesars. We'll be back with more. Stay tuned to Serralo Sports Talk all week here at Radio Row. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.